Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. People are on the internet seem to be so focused on the transaction, um, you know, getting the conversion to the to the dollar. But when it comes to some businesses like roofing, where it's a ten thousand dollar project on your house, I mean, you can't just you know PayPal and buy now. You have to get them to the point of wanting to buy from you. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Art of Paid Traffic podcast. Rick Mulready here. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. Hope you're having a great day, whatever you're up to today. This is the final episode in our three-part mini-series on Facebook ads for local businesses. Now, as I mentioned in the previous two episodes, even if you're not a local business, if you are an online business, this is still going to be very relevant for you. All the strategies and the tactics that we talk about both today and the previous two episodes here in this mini-series are all relevant to you. So even if you're not a local business, don't go hitting stop on this podcast. Today on the show, I've got Adam Sand, who co-owns a roofing company in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Go Oilers. If you know me, I'm a huge hockey fan. Uh, and like local business owner David Brandt, who is my guest on the previous episode, episode number 94, Adam is one of my students who's using Facebook ads really smartly to grow his local business. And he's having such success with it that I had to have him on the podcast. And Adam, though, is selling roofs for homes with his Facebook ads. So if you are one of those people who thinks that you know you cannot sell high-ticket items or services with Facebook ads, listen up to this episode. Because as you might know, roofs can cost anywhere between like $6,000 and into the tens of thousands of dollars. And Adam talks about that here today. So Adam has a longer sales funnel than most people. But what you're going to hear from Adam today in just over two months, Adam has increased his roofing business by 40% just from running Facebook ads. That's right, 40% increase in business in just over two months. 
He's got more business leads in the pipeline than he knows what to do with right now. And his Facebook ad sales funnel has been so successful that he's been able to quit his full-time job. He's going to explain all that during the interview today. But that was news to me when I re- when I recorded this with him. He had just quit his full time job uh, the day before. I think it was two days before our uh, our recording. He is a co owner. He's a an investor in this roofing company and runs all the marketing. And he still had a he still had a full time job um, on top of that. So he's been able to leave that full time job because of the success that he's had with his Facebook ads, which I absolutely love hearing. Now, Adam has a value-first approach to his Facebook ads where he uses them to establish his company as an authority in the roofing space. And then through this education-based marketing approach, that's when he sells. Then he sells his services, I should say. So today, we go through Adam's complete sales funnel. He breaks it all down. We talk about how he overcomes customer objections before even meeting with potential customers and why Adam is desperately trying to stop his Google AdWords campaigns because the results that he's getting with his Facebook ads are crushing his AdWord campaigns. And we get into a whole lot more. Now, before we jump into it with Adam though, if you are a local business owner, I want to invite you to a brand new live online training that I'm going to be doing all about how local business owners can use Facebook ads to grow your business. Now, this is happening this week, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm going to be doing three live online trainings this week on Wednesday, July 27th. I'm going to do two on Wednesday, the 27th, and one on Thursday, the 28th. So again, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, you may have missed it or you might be just in time for it. So if you are in time and you'd like to register for one of these free live online trainings, just go to rickmulready.com forward slash local training. Again, that's rickmulready.com forward slash local training. And you can sign up for a day and time that works best for you right there. Or you can text local training. That's one word, local training to 44222. And we will send you the registration form right there. So you can choose a day and time that works best for you. All right. Without further ado, let's go hang out with Adam Sand. Adam, welcome to the Art of Pay Traffic. How's it going, man? Pretty fantastic, buddy. Thank, thank you. Thanks thank for you asking. so much for, uh, for for coming on here. You just mentioned before we started recording here, this is your first ever podcast interview. Is that correct? Yes, you bet. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you sound really good and I'm really excited to uh, to have you on the show here because you've been doing some really cool things with, with uh, Facebook ads. And then before we kind of get into that and talk about what you're doing, tell us a little bit about who you are and what your business is. Uh, well, um, basically, I am a guy who just a serial entrepreneur, tried a bunch of different things throughout my life and um, and uh, over the years have just kind of put my hands in a few different things with a few different people and I guess most uh, kind of directly related to what we're talking about is um, a roofing company that I invested in with a guy who, you know, if, I guess the easiest way to relate it is if you look at the book, The E-Myth, he was a great operator as far as running a roofing company, a great mm-hmm. technician, but he worked, he worked for a, another company and after about 10 years, they sold it to another guy who didn't know anything about the industry. And, you know, he just felt he was the intellectual property that was sold with the company, but wasn't really compensated as such, obviously. And so, um, we, you know, we came across each other and decided that it'd be a good idea for him to start his own roofing company. So I invested in it financially and, and brought, you know, some business acumen to it and, 
I would be more the entrepreneur operator and he would be the technician operator. Okay. And together, uh, I help grow the business. And one big thing that I've always dabbled in is, uh, is the, the social media marketing kind of thing. And I've done, I mean, I've done everything right and everything wrong. And mm-hmm. most importantly, the everything wrong, like talking, I've been, <laughs> I was investigated by the FBI for an accidentally viral social media campaign that I did for a tanning salon. Um, so really? yeah, it's a messed up story, but <laughs> it's turned into all these different things. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I help with this roofing company and, and now I'm trying to turn, get that to be a lot more polished. And that's how I came across your course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's allowed me to take kind of some gut instincts and some general good rules of thumb when it comes to marketing and sure. turn it into something that's repeatable, something that's able to you know be calculated and, and reflected upon and split test and learning the, the technical sides of, uh, of what just general good business principles and marketing principles are. Got it. And you're the, the, the roofing companies and you're in Western Canada, right? Yes. Okay. What town are you in? Uh, Edmonton, Alberta would be You're kind of Edmonton. our okay. Yes, okay. capital city of Alberta. Got it. So a little bit, a little bigger than a town. It's a, it's a, it's a good sized city up there. So yeah, you, compared to the states, it's small. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. So you have this uh, roofing company up in Edmonton. How have you been marketing it up until this point? Before you started doing Facebook ads, what were you doing to to market the business? Uh, you know, it's a lot of. Um, the, the one advantage of the roofing company, uh, roofing industry, is that you can drive down the street and see your customers, right? It's not like, say, uh, kitchens, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can drive down the road and see, yep, that person needs a roof, that person needs a roof. So there's a lot of direct mail. Um, but then, you know, that kind of gets thrown into the uh, junk mail pile. Yeah. So then uh, we did, you know, we signed on with a you know, pretty well-known, reputable company for Google advertising. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we did the Google AdWords and a lot of the success that we received to that from that would, I would say be more attributed to the, um, the blog that we've run and the infographics that we've made. But mm. as far as generating traffic, um, to our website, it's been entirely Google AdWords based. Okay. Now you were doing, so on the, on the blog and infographics, tell me a little bit more about that. What type of content were you, were you providing there? Well, um, the big thing for me, whenever I get involved with a business and try and help it grow, is I find that in today's world, the big complication for customers is getting the information. We have this information-based society where we have the abundance of it, but the problem is there's all this content, but not much context. And mm-hmm. people who are inside their own four walls don't really understand the blind eye of the customer, right? And so what I've always tried to do is take my outsider's um, viewpoint and turn it into um, information that a customer can digest. So the so the infographics are mainly taking it so a person who, like me, no, not knows nothing about roofing mm-hmm. uh, can take the expert knowledge of uh, Joe Sargent, right, and, and take that and find ways to visually make it so people understand what is drip edge. Why do you need deck base at the bottom three feet of the roof? Why is ventilation important on a roof? What is the difference between certain shingles and how does that, how does the nail zone, like it's easy to find out that one of the big benefits of a malarkey shingle, for example, is that it has the nail zone, 
that's great. How does that help the customer? Right. 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 I mean, it makes it easier for the roofer, but what benefits do that have to the customer? And even if it's explained, it's modified SBS with a tapered backing shim, blah, blah, blah. It's all noise, right? It sounds good, right? It's technical information, but it's content, but no context. The customer doesn't understand it. So the infographics have always been a way that I've, whether it's been tanning, real estate, house cleaning, anything, I've always used infographics as a way to um, really get the customer to understand what they're shopping for, because that's why they're going to the website. They're going to the website to shop, yeah. right? And so, so many people... Yeah. Sorry, sorry go, go ahead. I, I have a follow-up question to that and kind of how you're using that, but, but go ahead and finish your thought there. Well, basically, it, it's people are on the internet seem to be so focused on the transaction, um, you know, getting the conversion to the, to the dollar. But when it comes to some businesses like roofing, where it's a $10,000 project on your house, I mean, you can't just, you know, PayPal and buy now, you have to get them to the point of wanting to buy from you. And so my position with the infographics has been to, instead of just marketing, advertising, call for free estimate, right, which is kind of the general path for a roofing company, um, is making it so people can shop, understand, and where they get their information, they'll generally feel most comfortable buying from. So instead of figuring the customer figuring out how much it costs to get a roof done or who is the best person to get a roof from, you're trying, I'm trying to make it, and what we've kind of accomplished is they're figuring out how much they're going to have to pay. Like when they call Sergeant's Roofing, they're calling, how much do I have to pay to get Sergeant's Roofing to do my home? Not how much do you charge versus someone else because you're establishing yourself as a thought leader in that space. Mm-hmm. All, their, all their knowledge about roofing comes from our website. So it's, it's something that allows you to establish yourself as the as as I guess, uh, uh, you know, the people that helped them for free, mm-hmm. make sure that they knew how to, you know, how to shop for their roof. And, and, and that translates into almost anything. Sure. So you've been doing this content marketing for a while now. And my question that I was going to ask you before is so when you're running Google AdWords, are you dry? Are you sending people? Where are you sending people to? Are you sending people to you know, because if, if people are on Google, you know, and they're Googling need a new roof or, or you know, roofing, roofing contractors in Edmonton, that sort of thing. Are you sending them to an infographic at that point or, or where are you sending them? Cause it's a, it's a different kind of mindset when people are on actively searching on Google. I, I find that, um, the, the idea of like, I mean, long tail keywords that direct you to a specific infographic mm-hmm. or I don't, I haven't found it to be effective on a local, a localized service-based business, right? It's um, because people are just, the way that they're searching, they're not searching that way. They're searching um, just roofing contractor Edmonton or roofing contractor Calgary, and they're, they just go to the website. So we've, we've tried sending them to the blog. Mm-hmm. Um, we've put, uh, you know, like the little sublinks, right, where you get, where you get the little summary on Google AdWords. But, yep. the, I mean, it's generally it's leading to them to the website. And from what I've seen from Google Analytics is that uh, you just try and f- design the website to focus around getting them to the blog. And then lately we've experimented with, uh, with you know, some stuff that you've done. Right, or that you've directed us to, mm-hmm. which is focusing more on landing pages and to specific infographics based on the certain search terms. So I guess a number of small microsites leading to specific infographics or an ebook um, instead of 
the website. So we've, we're experimenting with different things all the time, but sure. Google AdWords has been primarily just to the website and okay. Facebook ads has been to microsites and stuff like that. So you've been doing AdWords and you started to do, um, started to do Facebook. Now, now just want to give you, before we start talking about your, the, the Facebook stuff, I want to give a quick little kind of a funny backstory. Funny for, funny for me because um, I talked to you on my on the sales page for my FB Advantage program. Um, I had a live chat feature, and the program was closing at midnight that night. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, we were chatting on there myself and, and you for uh, at about 11:30, about 30 minutes before the program was closing. <laughs> and and, yep. and you were you were very skeptical about Facebook ads because you've been doing AdWords for a while and, and you just weren't really sure about it. And I loved the skepticism. I loved the questioning of it. And you know, I, I, it, you jumped right into it. And, and I love what I love about what you're doing, Adam, is you are not afraid to test things out. And as we can see here with, you know, with, the, with the blog and the infographics and the AdWords and the direct mail and all the stuff that you've been talking about, you jumped right into Facebook ads and said, okay, let's take a look at how we can leverage the targeting on Facebook ads and putting, you know, and, and growing the business. And so kind of take us through what you started out doing with your Facebook ads. Well, so prior to that, all my Facebook ads were just boosted. Like the only like Facebook ads would be like boosted posts, right? Yeah. That's all it'd be. It, it, it would just be, it, you'd, you'd kind of be doing it the same way you do it on Google, right? Sure. Or uh, stuff like that. It wouldn't be really native to the platform. And so it all, so it all, I guess, when I initially got into um, the Facebook ads, we had just focused on trying to um, share. So it'd be like you're sharing a blog post, essentially, Mm -hmm. that was our infographic. And we would start, what would happen once I joined the course was trying to focus more on making it like an ad. You know what I mean? Like something exciting, a hook to get them to go visit the blog and then try and change, exchange that for getting... Um, getting an email address and everything like that, mm-hmm. and uh, and now and it's funny because it, it, you're, you're right. That phone, that talk we had mm-hmm. late at night was so I was so anti this, yeah. uh, but now it's it's now it's primarily leading towards an ebook that we've done, and now we're experimenting with video ads and and stuff like that, and starting to push some boundaries. We've uh, we, you know we've encountered some of the stuff like Facebook disallowing a post and stuff like that, so we're overcoming some new challenges and learning new things every day. But it's funny because my opinion from the p- point of view of a local um, business operator was that everybody online is selling, like, like my, my concern was everybody like Rick is selling internet marketing to internet marketers who mm-hmm. want to learn new ways to sell mm-hmm. internet marketing to people who actually want to run a business. So it's like, Everybody in Rick's course is a Google AdWords guy learning how to be a Facebook ads guy who ultimately will have no clue how to advertise to a bit, uh, to a root, like to a roofing customer. It's like, if you're not selling personal training, um, if you're not selling personal training or some kind of internet marketing, 
it, it doesn't work. It's <laughs> like, you, it, it's just basically the, the best way to make money on the internet is selling, making money on the internet. Right. Outside of Super meta. 98% of, right. <laughs> of the internet marketing world. Right. And so I thought none of these techniques will work for me. I can't use, I can't have a five tips for weight loss ebook yeah. concept translate into the roofing industry. And it was completely wrong. It was the same thing as using the infographics and AdWords. It just had to be positioned differently. So now you have a landing page in a, you know, in a funnel that gives them an ebook, that gives them information-based marketing, that directs them down the funnel, then you know, give them a, a call to action for you know, saving some money on a roof, and then just boom, people, people end up going down that path in the same way that they would if they five tips on how to market your business on Facebook now, mm-hmm. five tips to make money you selling personal training on Instagram, well, all the same stuff that everybody's doing to make money on the internet, you can do to make money in a local service-based business that has a high, way higher ticket item um, with no pay now button. You can still do it using the stuff that you've been teaching. Yeah. So what is the, what is the average cost of a new roof? I mean, I, I'm not a homeowner, but I'm guessing it's what, between 10 and $20,000? Uh, you know, a small house is six. Um, okay. The job that I left, the job that I left today is forty thousand. So I mean, it can be, it can be. I mean, the most expensive roof we've ever done was sixty-eight thousand dollars, which wow. I mean is pretty, pretty big house, right? Yeah. I would say the average is six to six to fifteen. Six to fifteen. Okay. So suffice it to say, this is a high ticket, quote unquote, item here. And yeah. tell us about the funnel that you're taking people through with this ebook that you know that I, know, I remember that you and I talked about you know in the Facebook group you talked a lot about as far as like what should you lead with if you put this ebook together so what is the ebook and then kind of take us through what the sales funnel is to get people to potentially become a customer you guys so um, you know it took me about a month and a bit before I actually did anything with the information I learned in mm-hmm. the course um, you know, first, uh, if I want to chop down a tree, I'm going to spend the first six sharpening the axe kind of thing. So yeah, there was a yeah. lot of developing the ebook and getting a plan together. Yeah. Um, and so now what is leading people in is, uh, I mean, we test, tested a number of different headlines, text, everything like we were talking about. Um, it's got some suggestions, some people on the, on the Facebook group, but it was essentially, um, Combining a lot of what we did with the ebook or with the infographics on knowing the elements of roofing and the differences between roofing products and adding in how to hire and qualify um, and search for roofing contractors and how to understand the process of what's going to happen when you're looking to get your job and how to protect yourself from a lot of the problems. Because the roofing industry, the one unique thing about it compared to lots of other construction is that, you know, two people can go take a half ton and a ladder and a $400 compressor and start a roofing company. And now you're, you know, you're protecting your most expensive asset with a roof that's put together by two guys that just decided <laughs> right. they wanted to. And then two weeks later, you know, they get divorced and now their company's defunct and they are no more and they're working on a drilling rig. You know what I mean? Like it's, that's a huge problem. We're the neighbor of the $40,000 roof. The neighbor had the exact same problem on their $40,000 roof. Five years later, it's leaking and they hired the guy who worked for the company that got to do the estimate. So the guy who came to do the estimate pitched him doing the job separately on the side with his own guys. <laughs> so basically stole the business from the company that gave him a job. Wow. wow. So that, that is a problem that exists is that people don't really know how much, you know, how to tell the difference between a good roofing company, a huge roofing company that hires subcontractors, and then the tailgate roofing company. They don't know how to tell the difference. And so we made this ebook that was, you know, um, insider secrets to saving money on roofing, 
right? And so it's all about how to hire contractors, how to qualify them, how to know how to, you know, if they say they have WCB, well, how to check that they actually have workers' compensation. If they say they have insurance, that's great. If they have it on their business card, WCB, fully insured, fantastic. How do you check? How do you know for sure, Mm -hmm. right? And then how do you know if it's the right kind of insurance? I mean, if the ladder falls falls on your truck is and, and, and or goes through a window, are you covered? If it falls on your neighbor's vehicle, is it covered? If a guy falls off the roof, I mean, is there the is there's the insurance the kind of insurance where if somebody falls off the roof, are they liable or is the homeowner liable for the guy that just died? So you're right? so you're giving this value to people you're not even selling your own business or selling your own services, I should say. You're giving value and giving helpful information that people could take and hire somebody else that isn't even you guys. But what this is doing is this is showing you and establishing, as you mentioned before, you guys as an authority in the roofing business in the Edmonton area. Absolutely. But someone could download this ebook in Massachusetts mm-hmm. and yep. most of this information, like 99.9% of this information would still be relevant. Right. I, I mean, it. it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's not, it's not something that's unique to us. It's just something that we found is how do we provide so much value up front that people would love us so much that they just want to find out how much we charge rather than, you know, so, you know, just basically take all the guesswork out of it and just make us the obvious choice. I love it. So, so once they consume, so you have the ebook, you have the information in there. And so tell us about the funnel that you guys have set up. So, uh, you know, we did it through click funnels just for different reasons, mostly simplicity. I'm so busy. I didn't have time to, I understand the platform and, and sure. it made it easy for emailing and stuff. But, um, uh, you know, it, we set it up so the first page is just boom, big picture of the ebook, insider secrets to saving money on roofing, and and uh, you know, avoid cost mistakes, some bullet form points on on how to uh, on how to you know what what's contained in the ebook. Send, give us your you know your name and email. Get your download link now. Boom, click the button. Submits us the the name and email, right? And that puts us into something that we can kind of do some pre roofing contract interest marketing too, but not necessarily like sergeant's roofing. You know what I mean? Just sure. maybe do some follow-ups to the ebook or some more information about roofing that kind of keep them up to date. Yeah. Um, and then from there, uh, it says, you know, so there's your download link button on the left and on the right-hand side, it, there's a there's a hook that says, you know, if, you know, if you're also interested in having a trusted roofing contractor contact you, um, you know, the, the partnership the, uh, of developing this book is Sergeant's Roofing and, you know, they're offering 11% off on the roofing service side of things, right? So if you'd like to get that, click now, you know, basically makes it just a save 11% off on roofing. You click a button, goes to the next page. Sorry, that's on the, that's on the thank you page after the opt-in yeah, for the book? Fa- okay. Yes, sorry. That'll be Got the it. thank you page after the opt-in. Okay. So second page is thank you. Here's your download button. By the way, here's a trusted roofing contractor. If you'd like to save 11% on your roof, you know, maybe go to contact them too. Click that button. Then it's name and phone number, and that goes to a completely separate list. Um, and then that after that, that is just the thank you page, and you're done. Um, so it's bang, bang, bang. And uh, on the third page, uh, you know, we get their name and phone number. And if they go that far, then someone from Sergeant's Roofing, you know, contacts them. But otherwise, you know, we don't abuse the them having downloaded the ebook to mm-hmm. jump directly into a roof sale. Right. Um, kind of let them opt into that, and it also lets me see how many people are interested in the ebook versus how many people are actually interested in buying a roof right now. Yeah, so so in order in order for them to get information about the eleven percent off, they've actually had to they have to opt in twice, correct? Yes. Okay, because they opt in for the book on the thank you page, then they get that they get that offer, and then they have to give you their name and their phone number again. 
Yes. So okay. they have to specifically be interested in buying a roof yep. for before I'll basically engage in them in a conversation about buying a roof. So okay, so when they and when they give you their name and their phone number, they're not saying yes, I want to buy a roof. They're just saying, Hey, let's talk about, you know, what what this entails, what goes into it potentially becoming, you know, they want to learn more information essentially. Yeah. So it's like step one, here's some tips on how to hire a roofing contractor. If you're, my thought process is if you're interested in hiring a roofing contractor, you're probably going to want to get a roof done eventually, but maybe not right now. Maybe you're planning three months, six months down the road. I mean, this is a huge purchase point, right? And so if, so if you do that now, if the person happens to already be in the roofing shopping process, which a lot of what we're doing as far as sending traffic mm-hmm. to this um, to this page is you know using some things that I've figured out how to actually target people who are probably in the roofing shopping process. So visits, websites they visited, you know, stuff like that, right? Um, you know, different custom audiences that you've helped to help us up. So people who are on our site six months ago, yeah. right? That's someone we would target with the how to hire a roofing contractor because they haven't seen this ebook. Right, right. right? Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then when they get to that point, now at, on the second page it says, you know, hey, hey, thanks. Here's your download. You know, go read the book if you want. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't you don't have to do anything. But by the way, here's a coupon for eleven percent off at a trusted roofing contractor, Sergeant's Roofing, because the ebook is not branded. Ah, so okay, that was my next question. Okay, okay, right? It is a, it is like there's some stuff in there, and a lot of the infographics and stuff have it. But like, if you were to pull it out, look at the cover, right? It does not indicate that this is a sergeant's roofing book. It's got a separate website um, that doesn't have any sergeant's roofing stuff on it. Really, it's very—I mean, it even says copyright Adam Sand Limited at the bottom. Like it's—it's—it's it's, it's very non-confrontational that this is you know trying to sell, not trying to sell you roofing. Which again, I, I'm open to thoughts on that. Um, yeah, I think that, that I mean that I, that would be interesting to test out because I would think that would add some additional credibility to you guys. Because people are seeing, oh, this book is from a roofing company. But then you're careful with like you're not outwardly promoting that your your particular company, you're just giving value. So mm-hmm. I don't know, it's something to think about. I think I think yeah, that's I, I didn't know that you didn't brand that ebook as, you know, as Sergeant's roofing. That's really that's interesting. When you open the ebook and when you read through it, I mean yeah. like the all the like inside it, there's a lot of stuff on Sergeant's roofing. But just on the cover it's not. Right. Got so it. inside it, you I mean you definitely know that this has been done by Sergeant's roofing. Okay. It's just out- outwardly, it's not. Got it. Okay. Um, okay. And then, uh, but so when you by the so at the point where you've just clicking on the download button, it's not very outward that this is Sergeant's roofing. Hmm. Um, and then, but then it just basically says here, you know, is eleven percent off on roofing. If you'd like to get eleven percent off on roofing, put this information in, and we'll contact you. Right. Okay. And uh, and so then so and then at that point, if they give us the name and phone number, then we just phone them. We have their email from step one. Yeah. But we phone them directly and say, hey, you know, we just seen that you signed up uh, uh, to receive eleven uh, percent off on roofing. You know, we'd we'd love to learn more about your project. And have you had a chance to read the ebook yet? Would you think about it? You know, absolutely. If you have any questions or anything like that, usually uh, they haven't read the ebook yet. They've downloaded it, but they haven't read it. And we say, well, you know what? There's a there's a ton of information in there, so we can book a time to come for an estimate, and it's usually you know four or five days out. Yeah. And then uh, by that time, they've read the ebook, they have all these questions, right? Which is great. That, 
with that we're already prepared to answer. We've shown them what questions they need to ask. Yeah. And we've already, and everything about how we present selling a roof and doing a roof and setting up for the project, everything is designed around that information. So, sure. so they're very, they know, like I believe in business, you should always tell your customer what you're going to do, then do what you said you're going to do, then tell them what you did and start that process over again. Well, it. they, they already know everything that's going to happen. They know that they know that here's our WCB number. They know how to call and confirm that. There's our insurance. They know how to call and confirm that. They know how we how we do our estimates. They they understand that when I say okay, so you're going to have 18 pieces of drip edge on your roof. They know that what that is and why it's not why it's on the estimate. They don't feel like it's an upsell. Mm. They want to make sure that it's there. You got the drip edge on there, right, Adam? Because we want that. Because we saw that. Right. Right? We understand You're how that works. Them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, ne- so now, instead of having to overcome these huge objections and this and this information gap, and then having to build trust all on site when you have some stranger on your property climbing all over your roof, you, we're going into it saying, "Yeah, you know, these are all the things we we read about, and we want the BP shingles, and you know, we're wanting." Should, should they, sometimes they even ask, you know, should should we go with the malarkey, or or, or would the, you think the BP is kind of what we're looking for? Or, you know, like like now they have questions built around context. It's not is the what is that? Is that good? Is that good? Is that good? And then they need to get the second guy in there to get an estimate and then ask him to reconfirm everything we've said and then call us both back and find out which one's willing to cut each other's throat more or discount the price. Right. Now right. we show up, it's kind of like we provide a few affirmations about things that they already thought or some interpretations from the ebook that maybe they're unsure about and boom, they, they we're done. We just, we just move on and, and maybe hash out some details as far as what fits their budget and the roofing is done. We don't, we're not calling them back two, three, five days a week later, a month later, finding out if they've got the other estimates. And then, you know I mean? And if they've got other estimates, it's very easy for them. I mean, we don't lose contracts to bad contractors yeah. anymore. We only lose contracts to once in a while, another contractor who's, you know, deserves to have, to deserves to eat our lunch once in a while. Sure, but, so but you're, you're, we don't you're, lose the price ever. You're marketing to them. You're, you're getting the sale and marketing from an educational perspective. You're not being overly salesy. You're not saying you're not, you know, on on the price and all this stuff. You're educating them up front. You're kind of pre-qualifying them and, you know, getting it taken care of up front, overcoming these objections before you even have these conversations with them basically and kind of holding their hand leading them into the sale. Certainly, like you're, you're like there's different kinds of. I believe there's different, all different kinds of customers. Different. Some customers want to have the best of the best roof or the best of the best car, the best of the best everything, right? Um, some people want the bargain basement. Some people want. Some people love to haggle and negotiate. Some people hate it, right? Some people want to, you know, want to be educated. Some people learn by video and by audio and by paper and by asked by interactions mm-hmm. with people. I know how to communicate information very well one specific way. I'm an idiot in the other 95 ways, but I know one way to communicate really well. And now I just try and find I just try and find the customer that is going to agree with the way that I do things and the way that Joe does things. And if I can find a, 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 a if I can get really good at finding that kind of customer, the one who wants to do all the research and know everything and feel really comfortable with their decision and go into it from a position of power and not a position of weakness, and and if the, if I, that customer loves the way we market and they always want us to do their roof, if the there's so many roofs out there, right. and there's so many there's so many customers out there in whatever industry you're in, 
we just want to find the customer that loves us and give that customer way more value than anybody else does. If someone else has a blog, we want to have the best one. If someone else wants to get information, we want to have the most information. If for the customer who just wants to call three companies, get three guys to come to an estimate, call them all back, say this guy offered this, this guy offered this, this guy offered this, and then pick the one that goes to the lowest price that you like the most, that customer might not pick us. Yeah. And, 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 and those are luck of the draw. But I'm going to do my best to weed those out before we go and waste two or three hours of our time doing an estimate. I want the guy who just wants to know how much they got to pay us. So, sorry, I, I had so many questions kind of going through my mind there as you were talking about it. Um, what has this led you to this summer? You know, we're recording this in the middle of uh, July um, here over the summer of 2016. And if I'm not mistaken, on the estimates that you guys have scheduled, are you not over, overly booked with these because of, yes. this, because of the strategy? Tell us about that. Uh, so this is year, this is year three, um, that I've been involved in sergeant's roofing. Um, I, uh, so I, through this, I would say that this has been my most successful, like attempt at getting involved with these businesses doing this. Um, and this, and basically we've increased business by, 40 percent like wow. it's 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 put it this way i quit my job two days ago oh you did yeah to do this full time yes good for you congrats man i didn't know that yeah just don't how well when does the podcast go up uh this is gonna go live the third week of july perfect <laughs> I, I only say that because i got my i my mortgage paperwork signs tomorrow so they probably wouldn't like to hear that i quit my job today oh, okay okay you'll be you'll be fine you'll be fine <laughs> So yeah, that's great. So you've increased the business forty percent just through this strategy. You think? Yes. So we've so we, we've been so essentially, I'm I'm in a contract for Google AdWords. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but I've been fighting for two three weeks now to get out of that contract. Um, but it's it's become to the it's gone to the point now where it it is such a magno like I don't know what the word would be but it's such a large gap between what success we've achieved with Google and Google AdWords, mm-hmm. and what success we've achieved with surgeons with, with the Facebook ads yeah. that we're tra- we're fighting to get out of the contract. Oh, I don't right. want to, okay. basically I'm trying to get out of the contract without paying the penalty. That's yeah. the only thing. Well, so what you're doing here and I, I'm so glad, congratulations again on leaving your job. I think that's amazing. 50, 40% increase in business. I, I wasn't aware of that number either. That is amazing. What you're doing here is you're doing Facebook ads exactly how Facebook wants you to to approach it. You're adding value. You're leading with value first, and you know Facebook wants to protect the user experience at all costs. And 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 the way that we as advertisers can can help with that or align with that, I should say, is through leading with value. So you are doing that here. You're giving that value. You're uh, you're doing the blog posts. You're doing infographics. You're doing this ebook. And you have a strategy. You have a you have a sales funnel set up, leading people through when they first get to know you. They don't, you know, maybe they don't know what Sergeant's Roofing is at it at all. But you're you're introducing them to the business by leading with value, giving them that value, and then leading them through overcoming all these objections before you even talk to them. And you know, with this, you haven't been doing this that long because we. 
you joined the course in the middle of April, if I'm not mistaken. So May, yeah. June, July. So let's just say, let's just say three months. Um, businesses, you know, increase the business forty percent. You're leaving your job, um, and now you're trying to get out of it of a Google AdWords, um, you know, contract that you have. Adam, I didn't know some of these things that you. Uh, that you shared here today, but I just want to congratulate you again. Um, I think what you're doing is amazing. I love the approach that you're doing. Obviously, it's working, uh, and I'm really excited to, to kind of uh, stay in the note here and, and watch you as you as as you sort of you move on to the next or add, I should say, to what you're doing in, with with the next uh, opportunity. So, congrats, man! I'm really really happy for you. This has been uh, this has been really really great. Thank you so much for coming on to the show and uh, and taking us through here. I'm going to link up, um, you know, you mentioned Ebith, the uh, the book there. I recently read that. I read that about six or seven months ago. It's a great book. I'll be sure and link that up in the in the show notes. But um, thank, you so, yeah. thank you so much again for coming on here. This has been awesome. Hey, thank you for everything. All right. Hope you got a lot out of this one with Adam today. Really good interview with him. I am so, I talked to him for a little bit after we finished up here and I just couldn't, I just couldn't tell him enough how proud I was of him and excited for him of the success that he's having with the business and and what he's up to, um, you know, now that uh, he's leaving his uh, full-time job. I absolutely love it. Now, as I mentioned at the top of the show, if you're a local business owner, I want to invite you to a brand new live online training that I'm doing all about how local business owners can use Facebook ads to grow your business. Now, these are happening this week. The live online trainings are happening this week. I'm doing three of them starting on Wednesday, July 27th. I'm going to do two on Wednesday, the 27th, and one on Thursday, the 28th. So if you are listening to this episode in time and you want to register for one of these free live online trainings, just go over to rickmulready.com forward slash local training. Again, that's rickmulready.com forward slash local training. And you can sign up for a day and time that works best for you right there. Or you can text the word local training, that's one word, local training to 44222 and we'll send you the registration page so you can choose a day and time that works best for you right there. All right, my friends, that is all for today's episode. Got a lot of great content coming your way here on the podcast. So until then, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.